welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Good day, everyone. Today we have myself, Esther Jennings, um, and we have Martha. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Martha Munz, and uh, I am so excited to hear what Val has to share with us today. And we have Carrie. I'm Carrie Fellows, and I just love to be close to Jesus by walking in his word. Beautiful. And Val? I can't wait to talk to you about what uh, God's doing in my life right now. Awesome. Would you like to get started then and just share what's on your heart? Um, Yeah, and and I'm going to go back uh, to last year. I'm going to say and be very vulnerable and honest and tell you that was a hard year. It was Mm -hmm. a struggle for me. Um, I find I've overcome an awful lot in my past and I was shocked at how hard this was. So, you know, I I started the year off with uh, a knee replacement pain and uh, and bad, bad reactions to all the drugs and things that went on. Um, And then I rehabbed away from home to come back to lockdown and restrictions. So again, not seeing anybody. Uh, I want to say I lost it. It sounds so horrible to say that, but I felt the loss of my last child leaving and getting married. And all of that in this one little, you know, few months time, And I'm going to tell you, I wallowed. I really did. I wallowed in misery. It was hard because I needed to be refreshed. I was finding I was actually, uh, for the first time in my life, feeling lonely, not just alone, but loneliness creeping in. Um, Make sure I vowed that when I wake up, I was going to open up my Bible before I opened up my cell phone, Mm. before I opened up my laptop, before I went and did other things. Ouch been amazing I, I don't know about the rest of you ladies if that's something that that's you know you found yes I'm working on that Val totally working on it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what a way it, to start the day right like it just yeah. makes such a difference and yeah. and so it's a discipline it's a discipline to do mm-hmm. it every day and I was so determined to do it and any day I slipped up those weren't great days and then so I didn't want to wallow anymore <laughs> It was time to really address uh, this with God. And so I disciplined myself to get in the word and I started opening up Philippians 4 again. Some people think, well, what do you mean you just open the word? So, you know, I'm just going to tell you how I do it. I, I read God's word. I pray that the Holy Spirit would enlighten these words because that's, that's how we get to see truth is through the Holy Spirit. But I also surround myself with several Bibles. I have the Amplified Bible. So that's almost like having Vine's um, expository, which is like a, um, tells you about how the Greek words are used, the meanings of words. And it's like that. And I have a, a great study Bible, a Thompson chain. And so in there, there's links of words throughout themes throughout the Bible. Those are just great study guides. I'm just gonna say, find one, but that's what I do to get deeper meaning Uh, in my readings. So in Philippians 4, in the ESV, it's in chapter uh, chapter 4, verses 4 to 9, it says this, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everybody. 
the Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. I get goosebumps reading this portion of scripture every time. There is nothing like peace right now. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you see turmoil and, and there's upheaval and there's uncertainty, I mean, you name it, it's out there right now, all over social media, um, in most of our conversations, and there's nothing like peace. To have that peace. So that's where God's been centering me in the last few months is in these verses and in these thoughts. And um, I'm just going to quickly go through some of them and then we can, you know, I'll throw it out there and you guys can tell me what you think. Um, But the first word rejoice in the Lord and in the, um, in the Amplified, it says gladden your heart. Mm. I thought, what a nice phrase, gladden your heart. That's mm-hmm. what we need to do, to be so excited and so, uh, it's so enjoyable to be with the Lord. So rejoice in that. And then it says the Lord is at hand. He's just never gone. Mm-hmm. We, we think he's not here. You know, if you lost your job, if you're um, uncertain about so many things, you think, God, where are you? He's right there. The Lord is at hand. And then it tells us to be anxious about nothing, nothing at all. But with thanksgiving, with prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And I think people can say, well, that's kind of flippant. Just don't be, just don't worry about it. You know, I'm sure we've said that to somebody. Oh, don't worry. Meanwhile, they're worried. (laughs) So how do we address not to be anxious? God doesn't leave us hanging. He goes on and he says, well, here's how you do it. First of all, thanksgiving in your heart. We we need to be thankful. So when we forget about being thankful for what we have, we worry about what we don't have. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a good way of having a balance. But it still doesn't mean you can't be worried or, or concerned about things. But he goes on. The peace of God, if you do this, if you don't be anxious and bring all your requests to God, the peace of God, which, by the way, surpasses all understanding. So in other words, it's beyond what we even can comprehend. That kind of peace, it will guard your heart and your minds. Mm. And then he doesn't even stop there. Just in case you don't get it, just in case you can't see, well, where are these non-anxious thoughts coming from? He gives us this beautiful recipe. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. Those are the things we're to think on. Notice it does not say whatever is overwhelming, whatever is horrible, whatever is worrisome, like all those words are not there. So mm. those aren't the things we're supposed to kick, you know, be concerned about and think about. Think on these things, he says. And mm-hmm. then he says, practice them. 
practice these things. Okay, you can only practice when you do it over and over, right? You don't learn how to shoot a basket once and, and get a three-pointer or whatever you want to do. You don't, you, you have to practice. So he says, practice these things. Okay, so how do we do that? And I, one of the ways that I like to study is you look for supporting verses, so supporting scripture to hold up what you're just now learning. And I'm just taken right away to 2 Corinthians 10, 4 to 6. And it just says, the weapons of our warfare, they're not physical, you know. They're weapons of flesh and blood. They are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. In so much as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. That was from the Amplified Version. We need to take those thoughts captive. Mm -hmm. We need to hand them over to Christ. That's how you practice these things and how you think on these things. Then comes the final problem promise and the peace of God will be with you not maybe not sometimes not if you do all these other things no you think on these things you give these things over to the Lord he promises the God of peace will be with you so the peace of God at the beginning which is beyond our understanding and then the God of peace will be with you comforting words ladies mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, one thing that really resonated with me when you were reading that is that it says, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving. So what do you think is the importance of adding Thanksgiving to our prayers? Any thoughts? The verse that stuck out to me was the one rejoice in the Lord always giving thanksgiving sometimes you just think um i'm just not thankful for much at all in this situation it can be a big thing or just something minor that makes me cranky but i can always rejoice in the lord and i can always give thanks for jesus i, I think too that god is good and Amen. sometimes you go through bad things but god's still good because we can't see the other side of the tapestry. We can't see the beautiful life image that he's uh, weaving of, with yeah. having knots and stray strings on the back. Mm -hmm. So the Thanksgiving comes in that we know that our God is doing wonderful things. And we have to believe just because we in our finite minds can't see it. Mm -hmm. He's still working the good. True. And the piece that I thought of with Thanksgiving is just that it requires that we actually remember, we mm. remember back what he has done. And so he's been faithful before he will be faithful in the future. And I think we're, we're, we're foolish to not look back because I, and it's easy. It's easy for us to get caught up in the here and now and just be like overwhelmed. But when we look back at where we've come from and what God has done and how he's provided in the past and even write that in a journal, um, it just is so remind such a reminder that he is faithful, just like you said, Carrie, and he's working a beautiful tapestry out, even though right now it feels so yucky. 
but in the end, he's, he's working out his perfect plan. Val, did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, a lot of the, the, um, the, the prayers in the Bible, they often will go back, like you said, Esther, I love that. They go back and they say, remember our God who did this, who brought mm-hmm. us through the Red Sea and part of the Red Sea, who brought us out of captivity, who they often did that. And in our life, we can look back on the victories. Remember when we, you know, even just the fact that we got saved, that God brought mm-hmm. us out of our sin. So for me, thankfulness is a switch and a balance of how to think about a problem. Mm-hmm. And it kind of ties into verse 11 of, of Philippians 4, when it talks about how you learn to be content mm-hmm. in all things. I just need to be reminded all the time, all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, and it's like uh, Val said in the end, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. We have to actually have the discipline to, to do it, to put our minds in those places, thinking about things that are true and noble yeah. and just and right and, and things that we can actually count on. That's yeah, that where- caught my that, that caught my attention too, because God telling us to practice seems like such an earthly and humanly thing to practice, like mm-hmm. practice lifting weights. So your muscles get stronger, practice your piano and your talent will get better. It's just the concept that God tells us to practice was just something that really stuck out for me. Mm-hmm. Martha, did you have anything else that you would like to comment? I like your comments about practice. You know, we usually yeah. leave the people with, um, a challenge or a question. And I think that would be a great challenge is Mm. to say, um, how can I practice thinking on the good things instead Mm -hmm. of that negative thinking that so often takes over? That's exactly it. If, how can you keep your thoughts aligned with the list in verse eight? I also was just going to say too, that I think that the devil would like to derail us and he would really (laughs) like to not allow that to happen. And, uh, I, I just, uh, think that we need to not give him a seat at our table. We need to actually choose what we're going to fill our minds with. For sure. Well said. Mm -hmm. Well, This is uh, the end of this uh, little devotional. And so we are so glad that you've been able to join us. And so until next time, we'll say farewell. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.